Tonight, rare audio of a court hearing between the former president, Donald Trump's lawyers, and DOJ prosecutors. So there were three judges listening to both sides argue over a gag order for Trump in the DOJ's 2020 election interference case. The judges indicating they are likely to restore that gag order despite the Trump team's objections today. Criminal speech, obviously, is subject to the, the restrictions. Then that's, but core okay, political so. speech, that is core political speech, that's part of campaign speech. That I don't, that that, speech I, don't I think that kind of calling, labeling it core political speech begs the question of whether it is, in fact, political speech or whether it is political speech aimed at derailing or corrupting the criminal justice process. You can't simply label it that. Out front now, Ty Cobb, the former Trump White House lawyer. So, Ty, you watched this hearing, and as I said, it's really rare to even have the opportunity to hear this, right? I mean, we, 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 it's quotes that come out afterwards or reports from people in the room. We, you actually could hear it. So what do you think? Do you think the appeals court is going to restore this gag order? What did you hear from the tone and the questioning? So there's no question that the court will um, ultimately approve a gag order. Uh, whether the court will rewrite the existing gag order or send it down to Judge Chutkin uh, with instructions as to how to write it mm. uh, remains unclear. They, they could do either. Um, but there will definitely be a gag order in this case. I think a um, couple of things fit together here. Um, you know, Judge um, uh, uh, Millett, um, who is extremely sharp, uh, and a uh, uh, very skillful judge, um, you know, made it plain that they needed to work with a very fine scalpel, I think was her, were her words. Hmm. And what that, said, what that suggests is that they will tweak the existing gag order. Yeah. Uh, and I think most of the tweaking will be around the word targeting or target as it's used in the existing um, gag order. <coughs> refining that in a way that makes plain, you know, uh, that yes, Jack Smith can be criticized. He can be criticized, you know, by name, uh, but that he can't be the subject of uh, incitement or invited violence. Um, and um, as, as was pointed out in the briefs, uh, the day after Trump said, you know, if you come after me, I'm coming after you. Uh, death threats were sent to her chambers. Right. Um, uh, the, you know, his words, his words have real consequences. We have, you know, dead people uh, on uh, January 6th uh, that uh, uh, compellingly uh, uh, demonstrate that. Uh, right. And, and, also, and also show that there can be an incitement to violence without a direct incitement to violence, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's the codes that matter so much. And, and I guess that's the subjectivity of it. I mean, so the hearing was tense at moments, Ty. Judges, they did try to drill down on what Trump's team believes he is allowed to say, right? Your whole point about how do you apply a scalpel here. Um, they specifically brought up, well, how do you handle witnesses who could be called to testify and what Trump may say about those witnesses or say that could influence those witnesses. Here's one of the scenarios that they posed. What if he instead gets on a stage somewhere or on social media and says that exact same thing. Ms. X, a public figure, is being bothered 
by the prosecutor. But people who are loyal, honest patriots don't talk to the government. He, he, he hasn't said that. And it is a mischaracterization. Please answer the question. I'm not suggesting he has said that. This is a, to be clear for the record, this is a hypothetical question. I mean, she made it clear these are posed as hypotheticals, but Ty, when you've looked through things Trump has said, real things he said, there is a, a chance you've said, a very real one, that Trump could face jail time for violating a gag order, right? That, yes, absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't think the, his first or second violation of the gag order uh, will find him sent to jail, but I think ultimately, um, you know, his... Uh, his narcissism will get the best of him, and he will uh, violate it until uh, he finds out what the limits of uh, Judge Shutkin's patience are, is. All right, and I guess those limits, those limits, as you're saying, end up with what could possibly be a night or a two or something like that. I mean, it's hard to even imagine it, but actually in jail. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. And I think, you know, the judges were frustrated with both sides a little bit today because of, uh, you know, the vagaries of, you know, their interpretation of the order and the arguments that they were making. But in the, in the end, I think this task boils down to using that, you know, uh, uh, scalpel skillfully uh, to demonstrate what target or targeting actually means and what, you know, what areas of speech are actually um, circumscribed by uh, the need to uh, avoid undermining the integrity of the judicial process. Uh, I think that task uh, yeah. is well within the capability of these judges and Judge Shutkin. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ty. I appreciate it as always. Thank, thank you. Nice right. to be with you, Aaron. Take you, care. Thank you. you.